Good afternoon. Welcome to Impact Radio with your hosts, Mark and Veronica Lugo, here on your station, KDRY AM 1100. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Impact Radio. And uh, we are excited to be with you once again and here with my wife, Veronica Lugo. And uh, she's a woman of few words when it comes to the radio. But trust me, when we are together, grocery shopping or restaurants, she she holds her own. Uh She talks more than me. So I don't know. I think we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the topic. It depends on, yeah. (laughs) But uh, I agree. But we are here. We have a special guest to introduce you introduced to you today and is miss angela williams welcome to impact radio thank you thank you so much i am so excited blessed and honored to be here today yes and she is the founder of ava father christian store and uh, many of y'all have heard it maybe it's new to you today so we're going to introduce to you what god is doing through her life and through ava father christian store so it's just uh, just an amazing resource for the body of christ and for those who are you know you know, just you're curious about uh, Christianity and, and uh, you know, maybe God is very new to you or you're just curious about it. And I mean, there's plenty of books in the store. There's plenty of wisdom in that store that you Amen. can uh, glean from and mm-hmm. and uh, to kind of, you know, water your, your appetite, you know, yeah. or, you know, just uh, can't for, I, I was trying to think of the saying on that, but I to feed your appetite. Yeah. Feed your appetite on that. Amen. And uh, and so. So, um, Ms. Angela, yes. thank you. Thank you for being on here. No, so. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And first, I want to give all glory and honor to God for this very moment that we have a chance to impact people's lives mm-hmm. and to be here and just to talk about the goodness of God and all the great things that he's done. Mm-hmm. I love to talk about the stores. I really do. But at the end of the day, it's all about Jesus mm-hmm. yes. and the journey and enjoying the journey, even in the midst of the storms. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you just you use like the right setup for my question. <laughs> yeah. So so tell us about your journey. And there was a huge storm that brought you to yes. San Antonio, literally. Texas. It was literally. a storm that brought me here. <laughs> well, I am actually from New Orleans, Louisiana. I was not born there, but I've li- lived there all my life. My mm-hmm. family's there. And I was married with three children. And Hurricane Katrina hit. Wow. And I remember as a child going through the hurricanes and it was always fun, like, because yeah. you got to go to a hotel, <laughs> you know, as kids, we weren't worried about the roof blowing off your house. Exactly. Yeah. But now I'm an adult. I have three kids and mm. we're running away from this hurricane. And there's something I always share about that hurricane was when we left to um, to flee, mm-hmm. you know, to safety, we got to a very, very small town in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a young black woman. And we're in the the heart of Mississippi. And, you know, people always told stories. So it was always kind of scary to me. Uh However, we're out there and we're in a small town and we go into this gas station. And I asked this young girl who happened to be a young Caucasian lady. Uh And I asked her, I was like, look, I need you to help find us a hotel. We, We need a place to stay. I have my three kids. We've been driving for hours and hours. I can't stay awake anymore. And she was like, no, you can't. there's nothing. You're not going to find anything. And I was like, no, you, you don't understand. I have to find something. She was like, no, you're not going to find anything. So I begin to walk out, and I fall. I fall right at the door, and I just start to cry. Hmm. And this young girl, she calls me back, 
-hmm. and she hands me the keys to her trailer. And she says, y'all go stay there. I tried to give her my driver's license. I didn't have much money, but I tried to give her every dollar I had. And she was like, no, go stay there. She let me and my family stay in her trailer, which was beautiful, by the way. The girl had beautiful stuff. I could have taken everything because she wouldn't have, she didn't know my name. She didn't know where I was from. She just knew I was fleeing the hurricane and she worked overnight. So that morning she comes home and she was like, look, me and my dad are leaving because now the hurricane's going here. Because when we got to the trailer, we didn't, turn, we didn't turn on our TV. We used the bathroom, we laid on the floor, and we went and to sleep. And sleep, yeah. And so when she came home, she said, the hurricane's coming here. And so we didn't know what, where it had hit and what happened. So she was like, y'all can stay, but me and my dad, were leaving. And I was like, okay, well, no, we're going to leave too. And, and just to show you how good God is, mm-hmm. she had a huge oak tree right in front of her trailer. Like you couldn't even put your arms around it because the thing was so huge. Mm-hmm. It split her trailer right in half, right where we were sleeping. So God had his hand on our life from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even when I wasn't, I didn't have the best relationship with God. He knew the plans he had for me. Mm -hmm. So he kept me and my family safe. Uh And that's how we ended up here in Texas. And I always, I always wanted to go back home. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to go back home. I never wanted to say, because Louisiana was everything I knew. Right. You know, my family was there. I, I worked there. I had a good job. I was making good mm-hmm. money. I was a, you know, assistant manager. So this is where I wanted to be. So that's actually what brought me here mm-hmm. to Texas. And God made ways where every time I tried to leave, he always stopped me. I mean, the the story is crazy. I don't know if you want me to continue <laughs> on. Yeah. Might do a part one and part two. Right. <laughs> but yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. So I ended up I ended up staying, and again, it was against my will in staying. So many things happened. Every like I said, every time I tried to leave, it just it didn't work out to the point where I was even paralyzed. Me and my family and my brother's family, we always used to go camping. Mm -hmm. We were big campers. I had never did that until I came to Texas. I was like addicted (laughs) to camping. We were going every other weekend. (laughs) And January 1st, we went out there for New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, my back hurts. But we stayed in campers, you know. And my brother was like, oh, it's probably the bed and the camper. And then the next day, January 2nd, I was like, no, my back really hurts. And he was like, okay, we're going to pack up and go home. So we went home. Well, the next day I woke up and from my waist down, I couldn't move. I couldn't feel anything. And for eight months, I was paralyzed. And it was one of the hardest times in my life. And I had plans on moving back to Louisiana right before that happened. And so I become paralyzed. And I was like the soccer mom. You know, my kids played basketball. I don't really like sports, but they were in it, so I was all excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. But even being paralyzed, I, I would go in my wheelchair. Where they mm-hmm. were, I was there. And still at this point, I still didn't have the best relationship with God. I didn't mm-hmm. have a true relationship with mm-hmm. God. But when you go through something like that, and when your kids are coming home, and they're changing your diaper, mm-hmm. you will find God real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have back surgery and the doctors say, you're never gonna walk again. The damage on your nerves to your legs, it's beyond all repair, we're sorry. They put this little metal ball in my back that ended up getting recalled later. Wow. That is still in my back. Hmm. And so they told me, they said, you're never gonna walk again. We're really, really sorry. I could hear my mom screaming and I was still in the anesthesia. 
So I couldn't speak to her, but I could hear everything that was being said. Uh-huh. And I tried to scream back to my mom and say, no, don't worry about it. God's going to make me walk again. This isn't going to be my life. Mm-hmm. And so at home, when the kids were at school and my husband was at work, I would anoint my legs and I would pray and I would pray. And I never prayed to God to make me walk again. I would thank him that I was going to walk again, Mm -hmm. which I didn't realize he was using this to build my faith. Mm -hmm. And everything within me told me I was going to walk. And so when I ran out of anointing oil, I would slide myself to the kitchen and I would get the cooking oil that you use to fry your chicken and stuff. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And I would rub my legs. And my kids would always ask me, why are your legs so greasy, Mama? (laughs) Like, don't worry about it. Just change the diaper, you know? And who says that to their kid? I was, you know, in my 30s, in my early 30s. Who does that? So it was the most humbling experience that I ever went through. But all of those different experiences, it made me who I am now. Mm-hmm. When I see someone in a wheelchair, I have compassion. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I, I have hope that I can give them. Right. I because I've been there, I've done mm-hmm. that. And I meet so many people now that, you know, no, this is my life. You know, the doctor said, No, don't worry about what the doctor said. Mm-hmm. Your ultimate physician is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus already said that we're healed by his stripes. Yes. And right. not that the healing is coming. He said we're healed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that you need to have hope and you need to have faith and you need to speak over the situation, speak to the mountain, tell it to be moved yeah. and call it healed. I just went through this situation right when we had Crusade 300. Uh-huh. I had a boot on my foot and they said the Achilles tendon was torn. Mm. Well, I'm not, I mean, you can see me, I'm not athletic. So surely I didn't tear any tendon, <laughs> but he he showed me and he's like, there's the tear. And I'm like, okay. We was like, well, you have to have surgery. I was like, no, I don't have time for surgery. I, there's a crusade coming up. I need to walk. Alamo Dome. I don't have time for a lot. So I started to feel better. And I told the doctor, I said, in three weeks, I'll be back and my foot's going to be fine. And he was like, okay. And he's a believer. He was like, okay, Angela, anything I'm crazy, which is fine. I have a little bit. So then it was two days before the three weeks was up. And my foot was doing better. I was like walking on it with the boot, but it was doing better. You know, mm-hmm. it was fine, right? Well, two days before, I couldn't walk on my foot with the boot. Hmm. This pain that was worse than the original pain. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? Well, sure enough, I go back to the doctor, and that was my three weeks, the day I was supposed to be healed. And he was like, Angela, what did you do? Because he had did the, you know, the x-ray. A piece of my bone chipped off, and it was just like hanging. You could just see the bone hanging. Hmm. And I was like... Well, I didn't do anything. I wore this boot. I don't know. And I was like, look, I have a gala to do tonight. I'm going to be the MC of the gala. It was for the crusade. I said, I'm going in there in my heels. I'm not going in there with a boot on. Oh, my goodness. And sure enough, I went back to the kiosk at the River Center. I didn't have one customer from 10 to 3. I sat there. I read the word because Miss Margaret told me to look at the word. She said, by your faith, you're healed. And so I went and I looked every time Jesus would tell somebody, by your faith, you're healed. Mm -hmm. So all day from 10 to 3, I said, by my faith, foot, you are healed. Mm. Do you know at 3 o'clock, I got off that stool. I went home. I got home. I took that boot off and I walked up my stairs. And never had that boot on ever again. Wow. That's amazing. When I tell you, God is good in the worst situations. But our problem or what I think our problem is, is we don't want to listen and we want to try and fix things on our own. And we want to do it our way. And we think that God's not in the miracle healing business. But yes, he is. Yes. Nothing yes, he has is. changed about him. We've changed because we think the world has changed. The world hasn't changed. 
It's the same as it's always been. Uh It's the same, the lying, sexual immorality, Uh divorces, everything's the same. Mm -hmm. But we have to continue our faith and we have to trust him. Mm -hmm. I've gone a long way. I'm sorry. No, that's good. No, No, that's good. I mean, I believe that somebody needs to hear that. Yes. Because, uh, you know, just the journey is, you know, we think that all bad news is gloom and doom. and, And, you know... What was me, and we just look at it as a as a downward world spiral, yes. you know. But downward spiral, but it's it's our journey, and exactly. everybody is a different journey, and we shouldn't judge a person by, you know, the journey because yes. we don't understand. We haven't mm. walked, we haven't walked in their yet. shoes yes. until until you until you do, then you can have a a, a legitimate opinion, you right. know, to even input. But you didn't don't know the depth of what the person's going through mm-hmm. and, and where they're at and even what God is doing in their lives. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, Amen. if you, we study the, if we truly study the, the stories in the Bible, I mean, they, it got worse before it got better. Yeah. <laughs> and the things that they went through is uh-huh. nothing in comparison yeah. to the things we go through. Yeah. You know, I was just, I taught yesterday at my church and we talked about Naboth and how he was stoned to death mm-hmm. because he wouldn't give the vineyard away. You know, and he was a Christian. He was doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but he, he died for what he believed in. You know, you couldn't give away what was inherited to you. Mm-hmm. And I talked about what was inherited to my husband. Had mm-hmm. that been given away, then I know God could have done it a different way, but Abba Fathers wouldn't have been started if that, that family would have given away their inheritance. Yeah. And so we wow. look at things like I the, the way Abba Fathers started is that I lost my job at Family Christian. And I lost my job because, unfortunately, the company shut down. Mm-hmm. Well, in losing my job, my husband got an inheritance, which is what started Abba Fathers. And he is such a humbling, beautiful, loving man who loves his wife. He gave it all mm-hmm. so that we could start this company. Mm-hmm. And he always says, no, it's your company, Angela. And I'm like, no, sweetie, it's all <laughs> it's of ours. ours yeah. you know? So we look at situations that, yes, that... You know, when things are going bad, but I have learned that when things are going bad, I become very joyful because you know what? That means God has a big breakthrough coming. Mm-hmm. And to me, that used to be really cliche for people to say that, uh-huh. you know, that people would be like, oh, you're getting divorced. No, but God has a breakthrough. He'll mm-hmm. send a better husband to uh-huh. you. But you know what? He does have a breakthrough mm-hmm. because nothing we're going through today is going to kill us tomorrow if we just keep going. We just recently opened a store Saturday on the west side at Mm -hmm. 2555 Castroville Road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we just opened that store. Well, right before the opening of that store, my daughter became very, very depressed. Mm. And my daughter is, I have three daughters and two of which are married and one is still in high school. And my youngest one, I don't, it's something about the youngest kid that just, you know, holds your heart. And maybe it's because the last one that you kind of got to give away, <laughs> you know? So to watch her go through this yeah. and people don't understand mm. how real depression is yes. and how far it will bring you down. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes through my family line. And I realized that that's a generational curse that we have to break off. So she's going through this depression. I'm trying to open the store you know, maintain the other two stores that we have going on. 
And here I am watching my child just drowning and drowning, mm-hmm. crying, has no idea why she's crying. She can't, she can't, you know, tell me what's going on in her heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and here I am, I'm supposed to be celebrating. I'm a father, store number three. Uh-huh. And I have this child that is mm-hmm. screaming for help. Mm-hmm. And what I realize is, again, it's a generational curse that has to be broken off. So I go to church and I have the senior pastors, they pray for me and it was so beautiful and I feel energized and okay, I can do this again. And mm-hmm. I'm going home, it's like nine o'clock at night, I'm on highway 90, I'm doing 80 miles per hour <laughs> and my car just stops. Oh wow. The car completely shut off. Oh. <laughs> and when the car shuts off, I'm on the phone with my spiritual mother. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to let you go because I think the car just shut off. <laughs> so now I watch, we're going 80, 60, 50. I'm like, and I'm in the middle of the highway. I'm uh-huh. literally in the middle of the highway. So I'm like, okay, I need to do something. So I go over to the right, which I should have gone over to the left because now I'm stopped on the right. I'm halfway on the highway, halfway off the highway. And I'm just like, I may die. I've... This may be the end. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but in that moment, I realize the breakthrough is coming. And mm-hmm. Satan, you're just trying to get me. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to breathe. And I'm going to call my husband to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I call my husband and I said, baby, I'm fine. But I'm outside the highway and I'm halfway in the highway and I need you to come get me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I call a tow truck and happily go home. And you know what? The breakthrough came for my child. Mm. Oh, wow. The breakthrough came for my child. Mm-hmm. She was there at the grand opening. We could not have set this up without her. You know, all my kids were there. My son-in-law was there. I was missing one daughter. She wasn't there, but she lives out of town. But the breakthrough came. Yeah, mm. yeah. And see, and that's the thing that we have to get to a point where we recognize what the enemy is trying to do to us, yes. how he's trying to take us out. Yes. And he will take us out by our children, our finances, our ministries, mm-hmm. our business. Mm-hmm. But we've got to realize what he's trying to do. And the minute you realize it and you just start worshiping the most high, uh-huh. Satan can't do it. Uh-huh. And that's that's the point where we all have to get to. And I'm not perfect. I, I cry. I scream at church. I, I'm the first one to lay down. And they're all looking like, oh, my goodness, here goes Sister Angela again. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no shame. <laughs> no shame yes. in what I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, and and I hope... I hope that this is impacting somebody's life. You know, I normally don't share those things about my family. But again, so many families, they have all these secrets. Yes. And you know, oh, okay, she's depressed. Put her in the back room and we'll just pray for her. Mm -hmm. And we don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Or this child is doing this and on drugs. You know, keep that a secret. Don't share that with anybody. Mm -hmm. But you know what I talked about yesterday? We have to have a team. And on your team has to be people that God has put in your life that you know can get a prayer through, that can break through heaven on your behalf Mm -hmm. and help you. Mm -hmm. We've got to stop with all these secrets and, you know, we can't tell anybody but your family members and some of the family isn't praying and they're like, oh, well, they're probably going to be on crack forever. Uh And and they're not helping. No, you got to find your team. Mm -hmm. You know, when the when the prophets went out. They always went at least with two. two. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was never just one. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and we have to do this together. All of our ministries, I'm, I'm real big about 
the churches and the ministries, us helping one another. Mm-hmm. You know, today y'all have me on my on your show and you're helping me. And and we all and then we met some I met someone here earlier uh-huh. that reached out for help. Unfortunately, it fell through the cracks, but now we can connect. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what it's all about because it's not about us. It's about getting his word across yes. because we don't know what life will be saved by what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we can't give up. Exactly. And I that bothers me so much the secrets and I believe that a lot of it has to do also with shame especially when you're a Christian family you don't say if you're struggling with depression because we're supposed to have it all together and that is such such a lie you know it's like okay but in this moment you know how can God be glorified in this situation how can he be glorified and we keep this all in we don't talk to each other we don't share we don't get that backup right you know of that prayer those people to stand in our gaps because we're you know you just don't don't let them know keep that mm-hmm. door closed you know yep. and don't share it when people find out that you should have told me we could have been praying yes. for you we could have helped you or i walked through the same thing and yes. let me tell you how god brought me out you know so it, it stops our testimonies of what god is doing in our lives Amen. and how he's doing that and it, it's so beautiful when you were talking it reminded me of that song where it says sometimes he calms the storm, but mm. other times he calms his child. Amen. And that was so evident. And that side of the highway, we're like, you know, I yes. can lose it right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can lose it right now. Or Lord, calm me and yes. we get home and wait for my break. That storm, there's a rainbow after that storm. Amen. You know? So it's it's so encouraging to hear. Yes. It's so encouraging to hear. And I know that, um, and that's why I love the title of the radio station when we, we're coming together he said okay what are we going to name this and we were going back and forth playing with names and writing things down and praying for ideas and it's just everything was like no that's not it mm-hmm. and we would come up with another really cool name and is it no no nope, not, not it and it was one day that we sat down and he says we need to come up with a name because we're coming to the launch of it and we need <laughs> we need a name and i said okay well let's just think what is the heart of it Mm. what did god tell us to do what was the instructions he gave us for this radio program especially when he said like i was sharing with you he said you know we got the radio program you're gonna help me what you know i don't know the first thing about you know doing a radio program and it was you know his hand has been on it the whole time and i said okay lord the what we got was is how to help share other people and how they're impacting their city, how they're impacting their families, their friends, their communities. You know, what are they doing? What has God placed in their heart that they're using to impact people? And we're like, there it is. Impact. It's Impact Radio. Because we're going to talk about how not only are we impacting people, but how has God impacted our lives? Amen. You know, what has he done in our life? And just sharing that because it is, it's through those testimonies. It's through those breakthroughs yes. that we come through. I refuse to believe we go through what we go through just for ourselves. Right. You know, right. know that it's to help somebody else. Because when you have somebody that says, you know what? I've walked that. Mm-hmm. It's so much different. Right. Then if you tell somebody that's like, I don't have a clue what you're talking I about. I agree with you 100%. Because I always tell people, you know, we're not just a store. And, and yes, we need to pay our bills. We need to make money mm-hmm. to be there. But we're not just a store. We are overcome by the testimony. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more you share your testimony, the more you help people especially the young people today, the young people, mm-hmm. you can't just go with a scripture yep. and be like, thus said the Lord. Yes. Yeah. No, they need to know that you were in the dirt. They yep. need to know that you yep. went through this, yes, that ma'am. you were on the drugs, that this happened to you, that happened to you, 
or else, you know, they're just like, whatever, uh-huh. you're just, you're just mm-hmm. another preacher and I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. The young people, they need to see it they, yes. because everything's so accessible on online. So they need to know that you walk through it and you're going to hold my hand and walk through it with me. Yes. Amen. And not judge or criticize. Yes. Jesus. That yes. is so important. You know, you know, the, the, um, we, we love to use this platform to promote another ministry, another, you know, Christian business or even the, the political sphere, you know, just different things where Christians are impacting their Amen. their circle of influence. Uh, what I believe that today is about breakthroughs. Amen. You know, Amen. Uh, just, just hearing that. And I just really sense that in the Holy Spirit. And I believe that people are experiencing breakthroughs as we're, Amen. you know, we're talking about. It. And like you said, you know, Abba Father is wonderful, but it's about Jesus. It's, yes. it's, all, it's about all about Jesus. Jesus and just your journey and and. And your obedience to follow Christ, you know, it it it, it is impactful to us as we're Amen. hearing it. Mm-hmm. And I believe those that are that are listening, and you know, there's three Abba Father Christian stores. <laughs> Go, you know, there's yes. one Wonderland of Americas. Yes. There's one at River Center, and there's a third on on the West Side, which is on Casterville Casterville Road. I couldn't say that, <laughs> but uh, there's three. And that's wonderful. And we want you to go and, and purchase your Christian books there and as a resource. And if you don't know, well, I won't even get into that. But I believe that because we're running low on time is that there's it today was about breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the definition, I love to look up definitions of words to get a deeper understanding of, of the word. But a breakthrough is a sudden, dramatic mm-hmm. and important discovery or development. An instance of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity. And I believe that what uh, Miss Angela released today mm-hmm. and and will continue to release as you hear this, this, this show today is a breakthrough in your life. You will receive a sudden breakthrough on things that have been holding you back. Mm-hmm. Like depression, yes, and mm-hmm. and uh, and divorce. You know, she mentioned divorce and different things. Just these things that have been holding you back. Health, uh, your health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we'll just call it out now. If anything else comes to your mind, that these things are there's going to be a sudden breakthrough. That it, and it would be a, an instance of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity. So I, let's pray right now. So, Father, thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for these this breakthrough, for this word that uh, Angela released, Father. And yes. we thank you, Father, that those that are listening will experience a sudden yes. breakthrough, yes. Father, mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And even for us in this atmosphere, in this room where we're recording today, Father, we mm-hmm. thank you that, that it's been released. And, Father, yes, we Lord. capture it right now. Yes. For everybody that's listening, Father, yes. that they will even yes. capture it right now in the yes. name of yes. Jesus through your Holy Spirit, Thank through you, your Jesus. through the waves, Father, the radio waves that are going through right now, Father, we yeah. pray, release yes. that breakthrough yeah. of marriage or of children that are that are, that are with, prodigal children, Father, yes, or the Lord. healing in their body that needs to take place, or healing yes, in their marriage, Lord. or healing in relationships. Period, yeah, Father. Mind, so we release yeah. that. Yes, different mindsets that have taken yes, place. Yes. And Miss Angela, we got. Can you pray here? We got a few seconds here. Heavenly seconds. Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the breakthroughs that have gone forth, Heavenly Father, that family structures are being changed. Family yes. homes right now in the name of Jesus. We remove depression and suicide yes. out of our young people right yes. now. Bullying in yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We send it back to the pits of hell in which it belongs, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I thank you that you are building the families back up the way you would have them to be, Heavenly yes. Father, where fathers will be men, Heavenly Father, not just 
just men, but men of God, men of you, Heavenly Father. They will follow your ways and your will, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Heavenly Father, I thank you for our young people. I thank you for the the young generation that's coming forth, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I thank you because your word says that you are doing a new thing, Heavenly Father. But do we perceive it, Lord Jesus? And we perceive it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor for it right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Heavenly Father, that everyone of the sound of our voice, that the breakthrough is done. Yes. In, yes. Jesus in Jesus' name, name, we pray. Amen and amen. amen. We come in agreement and we thank yes. you uh, for that word, Miss Angela, and yes. for God releasing it through you. Uh, thank you for being on the show today. And that's that's all of our time today. I wish we had more time to, to share with you. But uh, but please uh, message us and share the, your, your testimonies because I believe that that has been released. That is, it, yes. it, it is been released. And I, I'm, I'm just kind of in that moment still. It's just kind of hard to just kind of conclude this time. But Father, we just thank you for this time. And, and uh, you're just amazing, Lord. You're amazing, Father. Release it and so if you are, if you received your breakthrough, would you share that yeah. with us and just testify mm-hmm. of that? Because that'll encourage other people yes. of the breakthroughs you've ex- experienced. But that is all of our time today. Thank you for listening. Share share this podcast. Share this post. Uh, it's going to be on our social media outlets as well as well as KDRY eleven hundred AM at two thirty. If you're listening now, or you're listening at the ten o'clock then now or whichever now it is uh we just thank you for listening and till we meet again we'll see you here there or in the air we want to thank you for tuning in to impact radio a program in partnership with mark lugal ministries a ministry that's focused on raising strong families follow us on facebook at Mark Lugo Ministries, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mark Lugo Min, or visit us online at www.marklugoministries.org to learn about upcoming events and how to be a financial partner. Our text to give code is 210-987-9333. Until next week, let's continue to build strong families, communities, and cities through Jesus Christ.